0: Hi, and welcome to Under an Open Heaven podcast. We are glad you are joining us as we explore the reality of God's love expressed in scripture and our own personal experiences. Thanks for joining us today as we explore the reality that we live under an open heaven. Enjoy!
1: And they have a bunch of different ways of determining whether it's a psychological issue or whether it's a possession. In a really interesting way that he was talking about how they have uh, a way to test it, they get a box box. Or or they have uh, three separate boxes, but in one of these boxes is is an actual, is a a holy object that is either blessed or maybe it's a relic. Hmm. And so they would place, you know, three boxes in front of this person and say, what do you think of each of these boxes? Give me your actual thoughts. What do you feel when you uh, look at each of these boxes? And if someone regularly says that this box, which they don't know what's in each box, but this box makes me feel uncomfortable or afraid, or I don't like it And that box oftentimes, or at least in the case of an actual possession has something that is holy in it. So mm-hmm. they have this aversion to holiness and that's often a sign that
0: there's uh evil activity present. Yeah. Yeah. It's just interesting. Cause like I, I've definitely, I mean, there's actually one point where, uh, when I was a missionary, I, um, woke up at three o'clock in the morning and like, My bed was shaking and like all of my holy objects on my nightstand, which I, um, uh, not that I hoarded, but I collected. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I mean, if you look around the house, uh, you'll see like, well, actually there's not that many kind of, I kind of impressed with myself. I've kind of like cooled it down a bit. I've eased back. I mean, like there was a point where I'd go to the store, like the Catholic bookstore or whatever. And I would get like. You know, at least one beautiful ah, image in a yeah. book or like a rosary. Anyway, that so like. some real self control. Yeah. Going to those stores. I know. I know. Um, but anyway, like three o'clock in the morning, I wake up to my bed shaking, the windows rattling. Uh, like not just rattling, but like vibrating. Um, How have I not heard this? Oh, I haven't said this. I <laughs> haven't all? said anything
1: about this. <laughs> this is an insane story that yeah. I've heard. Yeah. Uh, okay,
0: well, going. I don't really think about it that much, I'll be honest with you. Um, But anyway, I. Like, all of my holy objects on that nightstand, like, just, like, vibrated off the nightstand. And, like, I just grabbed my, my rosary, and I just was, like, praying the beads as I was falling asleep, praying the Divine Mercy Chaplet. Um, and, I mean, I actually, like, kind of woke up and was like, oh, it's you. <laughs> I chuckled and went back to sleep just praying my, my Divine Mercy Chaplet. And uh, I woke up that morning thinking, that was a weird dream. I don't really get dreams too often. I looked down at the floor and like, it was just like all of my holy stuff just like spewing across the floor. And I was like, I don't think that was a dream. Um, But anyway, like, I don't know. I, like people will hear stories like that and they'll, they'll freak out. I mean, I have done this where I freaked out like, oh my goodness, like the power of evil, you know. But I mean, like, literally, I just was praying, like, uh, the Divine Mercy Chaplet, right? Or um, there are other instances where I was just, like, saying the name of Jesus. And, like, there might be scary stuff happening, but, like, there, nothing can touch me. Nothing, like, I don't know. I've actually seen, like, like, there was another time, actually at Seek. Yeah, I was Seek. Um, was it 2017? Yeah, 2017. Uh, there was there was a point where there was the procession of of the of Jesus, and um, like maybe 10 20 feet in front of me, somebody started screaming. <laughs> They're like, "Get out of me!" And like all this other stuff, and everybody else was like, uh, "Like freaking out," and I like I kind of felt like this weird magnetic thing with my hands like I was praising Jesus and then Jesus kind of took my hands was like directed them like towards the person I just started praying blessing like in the name of Jesus wow. um, and the person eventually calmed down and I just went back to praising and then like the Lord was like you're not done yet and turned me around and continue, had me continue praying for this person um, Man. and like yeah I don't know like there's a certain level of peace like I don't know, Gabby and I are reading through Mark and uh, the Gospel of Mark now. Um, <laughs> and he's pretty quick, but like, one of the things that he'll say, right, that he says right off the bat is like, wherever Jesus went, he cast out demons. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah. just let that sink in for a minute, because I need to all the time. Like, I feel like since we're the ones in conflict with evil, we feel like we're, and, and we live in a post Christian culture, so I think like we're very quick to. Feel on the defensive. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's like, yeah, I guess, uh, like almost like a helplessness against evil. Yeah. Right. I,
1: man, in media hasn't been helping. Like with movies like The Exorcist and stuff like that, Like, <laughs> like you talk to an actual exorcist, which I'm surprised that I've actually come into contact with. I've come into exorcist. contact with a couple of them. I haven't, I haven't asked them, like, hey, so do people's heads actually spin around or anything like that?
0: Uh, I gotten a yes
1: you've gotten a yes yeah that's wow think i think like
0: a lot of contortions will do they that oh, they okay. will happen bodily yeah uh yeah they do but that's that, like, that's well. when the person has given control of their body over over to a spirit you Yeah, know? that's like that's stuff. they're looking for power at that point right yeah. so uh yeah that's a full possession
1: I mean, I've heard stuff only vicariously. Obviously, I haven't experienced anything like that on my own. But That's good. I want, I want to play the scientist, uh, the devil's advocate, if you will, without actually being an advocate for the devil. Yeah. Um, and your story—that sounds awfully close to what I believe Saint John Vianney went through. Yeah. Uh, he, at least, uh, the story goes, he was in his cell, you know, his room uh, at the rectory that he lived at. Um, and his bed was shaking, and he woke up. He saw
0: that it was actually a, a, like a demon, a, a demon saying, shaking his up, bed. demon wake up, potato man, wake up, potato man. Call him would, potato man? I yeah, don't even know that part yeah, of the story. Yeah, because uh, he was only eating a potato. Oh. Actually, it was kind of a taunt because uh, St. John Vianney actually kind of, he, he destroyed his body because he was only, only eating a potato a day. Man. Um, so it was, it, like, people will tell that story, and they'll be like, wow, can you believe that? He was just fasting so much. But the reality was that he was over fasting oh. and the evil spirit was poking at him. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, but yeah, getting back to this, this,
1: these observations. So it sounds awfully close to that. So you, your bed was actually shaking, actually or at least shaking. in, in your, your nightstand.
0: as well. Yeah. And the proof was like, I woke up and like the nightstand was below my bed. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I swung my arm. Cause like, I like people had like asked me like, how do you know it was true? Cause like it was in the middle of the night. I didn't, like, the, the nice name was below my bed. Like, it's not like I was flailing around and knocking. So, off. it was
1: below where your arm would have been able to swing. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And uh, did you live near a train? No. Track? Okay. And obviously, this was in uh, Wisconsin. This was in Wisconsin, Appleton. So, not near a known tectonic fault Correct. where there would have been an earthquake of any kind. Yeah, correct. And did anyone else experience the shaking? If you shared it with no. that story with them,
0: actually, way? my okay. I so uh, it wasn't. I didn't share a room. It was like a it was like a weird like almost like a double room. Okay. Um, you 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 know Mitch, right? Yeah, Mitch. Yeah. Well, actually, no, he's brother. Um, brother, what is it? Oh no, brother Joseph, something. Francis, brother Francis Joseph, uh, from Appleton of Appleton of Appleton from the CFRs. Sorry, Mitch. Uh, (laughs) I forgot your name. Uh, anyway. Um, yeah, so he, like, there was like a wall and then like a door like between like me and his bedroom, but it was almost like the same bedroom almost. Okay. It was, it was kind of, it was a weird setup. Sure. Um, it was, the rectory that we lived in was set up so that like each wing was two bedrooms that kind of shared a bathroom. Mm,
1: okay.
0: um, so that's kind of how that worked. But anyway, I asked him about it because like I didn't really share this with anybody until I kind of like was for sure like yeah, uh, this was a re- like a real like a real thing. Um, not just a, like a weird nightmare and I f- flailed around in my sleep or something, you know. But, yeah, he, like, didn't experience anything. Nothing was knocked over okay. in his room. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Actually, there was, like, a period where, um, in my ministry, I, like, was pretty effective. Um, and I was suffering a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, like, physically and, honestly, emotionally and spiritually. Uh, and yeah, just, like, all around, I was suffering a lot. And uh, because of that suffering, I think there was a lot of fruit. Um, not that there couldn't have been fruit without the suffering, obviously. Uh, Jesus is great, but, um, there was a period that, like, the Thursday night into Friday before, like, a bigger retreat, I'd always have, like, awful nightmares, which I don't really remember my dreams so often, or, like, weird things like that would happen, where I'd, like, yeah, I'd see things. Yeah. Or, um the windows the windows rattled like it was kind of interesting like my i would notice my windows rattling and i go into mitch's room just to see because he had like similar windows and his windows weren't rattling
1: interesting yeah that's really interesting stuff i had similar i will not similar things but i had some experiences as a missionary like spiritual warfare things happen but uh Man, we could we could literally fill an entire podcast with uh, on spiritual warfare and uh, how demons actually operate, as opposed to how we perceive they operate in our culture and stuff like that.
0: It's all fear tactics. But it's like that is true. Yeah, it's like that's all it is. It's just (laughs) boom.
1: Yeah. So I guess to kind of give some context to our listeners, so I think they might have popped in in the middle of our conversation. They totally did. So.
0: do you wanna just like scratch that? <laughs>
1: I don't I don't I kinda of wanna scratch it. I kinda of wanna I like I kinda of wanna give some context to okay. it. Maybe All right, give maybe some we can save this and throw it somewhere else in a podcast at some point. Yeah. Uh but uh yeah, demons can't actually they, they they're only effective in as much as God allows them to be. So uh, nothing that happens is outside of the will of God, but God has two there are two aspects to God's will, his permissive will, so that which he allows to happen. Uh, So often things that he allows to happen aren't good things. Mm -hmm. We wouldn't call them good. uh, But he allows them nonetheless. And there's this perfect will which he desires to happen. He desires our goodness and our wholeness and things like that. So demons, they operate uh, within the permissive will of God. So they can only do what God allows them to. And we can also, uh, the unfortunate thing is that some people... uh, may not be aware of the dangers of actually communicating with actual like uh, demons Mm -hmm. because we, okay. First and foremost, demons are real. Yes. Uh, Let's just kind of admit that right now. If you believe the scriptures, you have to admit that Jesus wasn't, you know, he was casting out demons. He wasn't just,
0: it wasn't just mental illness. Yeah. It wasn't just mental illness to sometimes and sometimes often go parent, like Mm -hmm. because there is oppression or possession. There is, uh, mental or physical illness. Yeah. Um, there, there are, there are fallen angelic beings that
1: exist in the world opposed to Christ and his mission and opposed to the kingdom of God.
0: I'm going to actually re say that sure. they are opposed to us and Christ's mission. Yes. They are not necessarily opposed to Christ because they can't oppose him. Right. Yeah. So basically what I'm getting at is that God, God is their creator. Christ is their creator. He has more power than they do. Yep. Uh, they they don't they don't have the power to oppose him. Mm-hmm. All they have the power to do is to try to persuade us to not believe in him and to harden our hearts. Yeah, and to be scared. It's one of the one of the two things. So if they can't, so basically if they can't convince us that they don't exist, they help us to harden our hearts. So if we um, if they convince us to harden our hearts because everyone else is. Like, our pain is everyone else's fault. They convince us of that. They don't have to do anything else. Mm. Sometimes they will try to, like, actually possess somebody to have greater influence on others. Or oppress somebody so they have greater influence on others. Right. But And, and, and those uh, sorts of things right. don't really exist unless someone allows it to happen. They're seeking so they're, it. Yeah, They're seeking some sort of power. But anyway. Right. Um, or peace that doesn't, you know. Anyway. They're, they're seeking something else. But, only God can give outside of God if they can't do that then they'll try to scare so there's a lot of Christians Catholics running around yeah just kind of scared of de- of the devil or even like using the devil as like like you gotta preach the bad news in order to preach the good news no it's not true it's just part of like he is our enemy true uh, but uh, Jesus still won and we have Jesus in us so uh, let's keep that in mind um yeah, uh, I I kind of want to just kind of explain something that Colton said earlier, uh, if you don't mind. Uh, I love Bob Ross. Do you like Bob Ross? Yes. Yeah, I do. so I do. Uh, God's permissive will, right? <laughs> so God doesn't uh, just allow bad things to happen because he's malicious or uh, because he just is lazy or something. And I think there's a lot of us who uh, will see suffering or pain or sin in the world and think, "Oh God, why don't you just go for it? Yeah, boom." Anyway, um, like they'll see, they'll see some something negative and evil and not good, and uh, the, the temptation will come that God is not good, right? That's once again like the. The temptation of evil, right? Um, but what God does with the what seems like mistakes is He makes them something good. So Bob Ross, when he's painting, he's he says there are no accidents or no, there are no mistakes, just happy little accidents, because he's always able. Because he's the master painter, he's always able to take something that might be a mistake. And just make it into something so freaking beautiful. And God does the same thing with us. Um, I saw it. I've, I've seen it time and time again. Like the, like something bad will happen in my life. Um, and then I hand it over to God. And then he makes something even better from it. it. Teaches me a lesson. Or like just increases my love and my understanding of mercy for other people as well as for me. You know. Um, I mean like these are just simple little examples. But it it happens all the time, so we could legitimately make an entirely new podcast. I out know, of I know. <laughs> this could be a bonus episode. You I was, just I was it, thinking, yeah, yeah, let's make this a bonus episode. Sure, okay. We'll throw
1: it in if maybe if we, we we're not able to meet up or something like that. Okay, yeah,
0: I like it. I like it. I like it too. Do you have any last thoughts on uh, on the spiritual matters of what we cannot see and what is evil? Oh man, I, I mean, there's so much more to say. Uh, cuz we can get into uh, yeah let's well this, say a few things
1: a few things sure uh so we believe uh oh so, so the catholic, catholic church uh i think it might also be dogma we believe in extraterrestrials uh, because there are different kinds of persons there are divine persons uh so the trinity uh there are three divine persons wait, wait, one wait, godhead time, time out are sure you saying <laughs> <laughs> let me say what i'm gonna say man <laughs> all right all right
0: you say you're that i'll crack my joke continue yes please all right
1: just hold it in your head because if it's any good i want to hear it so yeah we believe okay so there are divine persons there are angelic persons and there are human persons our proper place as human persons is in the physical world specifically yeah. now here on earth uh god's God's proper places in heaven and angels—they operate in both realms. Uh, they act as messengers and things like that. So they are technically extraterrestrials. They are persons who are real in existence who are not particularly, particularly, excuse me, uh, consigned to the world.
0: Okay, you ready? You ready for my? <laughs>
1: Do it. Let's go. So, are you saying that aliens built
0: the pyramids? Uh,
1: if angels had any help, then possibly yes. Uh, uh I mean that might not be the case actually, but it depends on how you understand ancient gods and how uh hum- if humans it's it's a possibility uh there's there's a lot of historical conjecture that can go into this uh in terms of understanding what the gods were like because in the Bible uh it says our God, like and in, in a lot of times in Psalms, it'll mention that God is the greatest among gods or there mm-hmm. is no God like God, but it recognizes that there might actually be other gods. Right. That was sort of the proto, uh, that, that, that's how the early Jews understood it. And it's, it became more understood that, no, there's actually one God and that there are angels, there are good angels, there are bad angels. And our understanding of it now uh, is that uh, a lot of times when pagan cultures, they took on a God. That God could have actually been a fallen angel, you know, looking deceiving to, them.
0: You're right, looking to deceive, looking to harden their hearts, looking yeah. to um, cause sin and whatnot. I mean, we've yeah. talked about that before. I think I don't know. Anyway, so if the we've, gods of we have at least talked about this yes. before. So if the gods
1: of Egypt were, in fact, demons,
0: which and, is possible, those, and, those it might be possible. Creepy. There, there Creepier. are some
1: weird aspects to, to yeah. Uh, Egyptian mythology and all that stuff that Sarah like "Eh, that's a little bit creepy, maybe demonic in some ways. Uh, Anyway, so if if they in fact did often possess people, and if those people who were possessed uh, had any involvement with building the pyramids, then we can maybe wedge in there. Yeah, extraterrestrials did in did in fact help build the pyramids. Uh, I'm just trying to squeeze my way into saying aliens
0: helped build the pyramids.
1: Okay. All but right. not aliens in the strict sense of biological beings from another world.
0: Right. Another planet. With their circular UFOs. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's funny. Oh my gosh. I love this. Dude, this is hilarious. We literally just had like <laughs> our own little bonus episode. I might just like publish this as a bonus bonus episode like a here's a bone. I don't know. Anyway, uh <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, uh, I guess like the last thing that I want to say when it comes to dealing with the spiritual is just because we cannot uh, see it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. So um, actually, there's a couple of things I want to say. On a scientific matter, like what is physical, there are things that exist that we cannot see, like uh, bacteria. Mm Mm-hmm uh, viruses, atoms. Uh, we have no idea how quantum mechanics works. Like, so, I mean like you get down smaller and smaller and smaller and like, we need a certain lens in order to see it. So what I'm getting at here is that just because you cannot see what is spiritual with on your own does not mean that you cannot see what is spiritual with the lens of God, the Holy Mm -hmm. spirit active in your lives opening your eyes to something more if that makes any sense yeah um,
1: i would say kind of like the okay. microscope and the telescope help us see what is really big and really small yeah uh the holy spirit helps us see what is hidden from physical sight
0: but also what is really big and what is really small i mean with when it comes to a mystery like oh i was talking uh, physically like right i'm i'm also uh, connecting that to the spiritual, spiritual world okay. so uh, satan is uh not necessarily um a small matter, but also not as big as we sometimes make him out to be. Um, like Satan will never be arm wrestling Jesus. He will always be running in terror at the sight of Jesus. Yeah. Uh, Christians, remember your baptism. Remember who you are. Who you have in your heart is not just Jesus. It's also the Father and the Holy Spirit. Like, our dignity here is that far above what is evil. And our call is to <laughs> drive out what is evil. And um, I'm going to be very bold here and uh, just say a quick witness to like my work situation. Um, I have seen multiple times uh, people maybe not open up to the gospel completely but at least open up to goodness in a way that they had never and they had even admitted to me never been before like there there have been people I mean like this is just a small thing but I'm gonna I notice it I'm gonna I'm gonna highlight this there is somebody that I work with that uh, his his stuff uh, was a jumbled mess. And after just working with me for a little bit, I was not preaching the gospel, like outright, besides just kindness, uh, talking about my background, what motivates me, that kind of a thing. Just like common, like, like get to know you, small talk kind of a thing. And I watched over the course of the day, he uh, stopped swearing as much, as much. I mean, he still swore. I mean, actually, every guy that I've worked with so far has not sworn as much around me as they normally do. Also, like this this guy that I'm talking about now, like started to order his truck a little bit, order his life. Hmm. So what was chaos, he was bringing into order. And that's just a small little thing, right? And that's how creation went in the beginning. In the beginning there was chaos and the spirit was hovering over the waters. And from that, God brought about order.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, I think it's really important that we remember that, um, and not get dis not get discouraged. Yeah, so I just want to encourage you guys. Uh, just remember your baptism. Live live your baptism in a new way. Like meditate upon what does it mean to be baptized into Christ. Meditate into what it means to be baptized into His kingship, not just His kingdom, His kingship. Not just, I mean, we are baptized into his prophetic power and his priesthood. We are baptized into his priesthood, meaning that our sacrifices matter, meaning that our prayers actually matter. We don't need to just rely on somebody else, our spiritual leader, to cater to our needs, we are called to go directly to the Father in Jesus Christ, pray in the Spirit, and be connected to Him. If we're living that out, we have nothing to fear from evil. Period. You know? That, that's, just, that's just it. I think there's uh, a temptation, for sure. But it's just a temptation. To fear. To believe that uh, the battle has already been won for evil, not for good. <laughs> Uh, just because we're in a post-Christian environment does not mean that we cannot rise up. Yeah. Any last thoughts? Um, uh,
1: I can't think of a particular challenge other than what you mentioned.
0: Dude, this is a bonus. We don't, we don't bonus, need to worry no about Bonus. No challenge. It. Yeah, this is no challenge.
1: Alright, uh, final thoughts. I don't really have any. I mean, I feel like, I feel like I'm all exhausted from, uh, thoughts. I mean, we could, we could, we could go off so much more and this might actually, uh Birth new bonus episodes that I'm looking forward to. Dude, doing. yeah, it's, dude, recording episodes. on the fly. <laughs> um, <laughs> ah, I got nothing. It's all good. It's all right, Andy.
0: So, well, with that,
1: yeah, thank you for joining us this week. That was uh, it's a random bonus episode. There you go.
0: There you go. All right, have a good one, guys. God bless. Bye.
1: Thank you so much for joining us this week. Uh, we invite you guys, if you like this podcast, please subscribe and share it to someone you like, or maybe you don't like them and you want them to know more about God and uh, all that we're talking about, feel free to do that as well. We're on Instagram at underanopenheaven.fire. We're on Facebook, we have a page called Under An Open Heaven. So feel free to get that out. And our email is underanopenheaven.fire at gmail.com. If you have any questions, feel free to shoot them. Uh, we'd be more than happy to talk with you guys. All right, God bless.